Fellow citizens, it has come to attention of my benevolent administration that a 500-odd page factual book detailing life in an otherwise normal royal family has just been released. I have every intention about doing this 500-page wingerthon and have released my own memoirs. Called Going Spare, it catalogues my rise to power and the people I have trampled underfoot, and no mention of a frost-bitten willy at all. I torture my adversaries and threaten them with a dire fate involving snails. I disclose the truth behind Keith's knees and why he's so reluctant to reveal them. Why Jean keeps having a crisis and what exactly Crumbly does down in Hampshire. Oh, and my brother and I had a squabble and he pushed me over and I fell on a dog bowl. The truth and more will be unleashed. Here endeth my address. I'll read that. Yes, oh boy, it says, Yay, President. Welcome, welcome, dear listeners. Yet one and all to this, the latest in a long line of staggering stories podcast. I'm Crumbly. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. And I, yes, I am... In the doghouse for being rude about Crumbly when he wasn't here. I, I, so shush. I, I wasn't rude about Crumbly. Are I you shushing? Th- yes, I'm shushing. Good boy. He was doing a Peanuts adult for us. Exactly. Wah, 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 you were not shushed. I was honouring him. You were Peanuts. <laughs> you, when one is honouring someone, one does not use the word dick. <laughs> Speaking of which, Jean... And right. Steve aren't with us today because Stephen's got a toothache and Jean is being held hostage yeah. by two kittens. Yeah. Which is the way life should be. They, they hid her phone receiver the they other did, day. They did, yeah. They've stolen the keys. Yeah, she can't get out. It's worrying. It is. Yeah. Anyway, dear listeners, presidential autobiographies besides, it's the news with El Presidente. Woo! <laughs> Wednesday, Mm. more seasoning. Netflix have shocked the world by recommissioning a fan-favourite TV series, granting Wednesday a second season. Mm. According to Wednesday Adam's own Twitter feed, which has a blue check mark, so must be legit... (laughs) More torture is coming. Lucky you. (laughs) Meanwhile, showrunners Al Goff and Miles Miller said... We can't wait to dive headfirst into another season and explore the kooky spooky world of Nevermore. We just need to make sure Wednesday hasn't emptied the pool first. It is unclear when we will see Jenna Ortega's Wednesday and the rest of the Adams family and friends back on our screens, but late this year we'll likely be pushing it, more likely 2024 now. Mm. That's good news, yeah. That's very good news. news, I really enjoyed it. It did take a while for them to actually recommission it, as ever. They they seem to take their time. There was some discussion that it was actually going to end up on Amazon. Yeah, there was. I just was assuming it was going to be cancelled. Yeah, yeah. It's always safer to think that way these days. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, dear. 1899. Cancelled. Netflix continue to be their now normal fickle selves and have axed the popular mystery sci-fi series 1899 after only one season. Viewing figures appeared good, as were reviews, but clearly not good enough to fend off the mighty Netflix chopper. 
the showrunners Instagrammed, With a heavy heart, we have to tell you that 1899 will not be renewed. Bastards. (laughs) (laughs) We would have loved to finish this incredible journey with a second and third season as we did with Dark. But sometimes things don't turn out the way you planned. That's life. Gits. (laughs) Hands up who thinks Netflix... Most of the time are wankers. Oh, yes. They're <laughs> taking over Carried you unanimously. They do. Yeah, Fox crazy. disease. Now Fox is gone, technically. <laughs> it's one of the better rated shows, or seemed yeah. to be. It was in the yeah. top one or two for a while. And... We'd watched the first two, three episodes. Three episodes, and It was yeah. intriguing. Something's and, going on yeah, here. It's just not worth watching the rest of it now. Cause... Probably <laughs> not, yeah. yeah. Oh, well. The Mandalorian. Ooh. Ooh. Din and Grogu date. What? Not like that. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, Disney Plus, in little doubt that it is onto a good thing, has released not only a date for a third season of The Mandalorian, but also a trailer. Add an entry into your calendars for Wednesday the 1st of March for more Din Djarin and Grogu action. Apparently, John Favreau... Favreau. ...wrote or co-wrote all eight episodes, some which will see Christopher Lloyd join the Star Wars universe (laughs) as a currently unknown character. Marty. Yeah. I haven't Doc, seen the trailer, so... Doc Halstrom, was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I played a, a character in the Star Wars RPG, which was basically uh, a, Doc a Brown. Doc Brown-esque yeah, yeah. character, yes. Now, prepare yourself. His Highness has got, like, three addendums. Oh, really? Like, well, I'm fine. Much he so was good. bouncing well, with well, excitement. Well, 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 it depends. <laughs> okay. It depends. This is either three addendums... Right. ...or one addendum. Dragged one out. big addendum. Okay. Come on, then. Tell us the first okay. part. Okay. Uh, addendum part one yep. was, I think it was Monday and Tuesday of last week. Right. I can't remember which day. Mm-hmm. But uh, a news broke uh, on io9 that Wizards of the Coast had leaked the latest open game license. Yeah, the OGL, yeah. 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 I apologise for this. I, I am not a lawyer. It's very difficult. <laughs> I don't understand. The open games license allows other companies to produce... Dungeons and Dragons items using Wizard of the Coast rules. Yes, not, so, their, not their IP, but their rule set. You, yeah, yeah. You so, can't use their so, so in, in certain extent, you, yeah. they can go as far as reprint a page of rules that they're referencing rather oh, okay. than, yeah. than allowing you than you having to go back to the main book. Yeah, and this and dates back out. a long time. Remember, it's Babylon too, Five RPG was on that system. Yeah, it was uh, apparently the the latest one was released in two thousand. Okay. That's when the latest yeah, OGL right. was released. And it's OGL in perpetuity. This this yeah. license was in perpetuity. But a leak has happened on the updating the OGL. Uh-huh. So the OGL 1.1 will take over from OGL 1.0. Okay. Now, it does some good things. I... I I think it's what's called a don't be a dick clause. <laughs> I, you're, you're not allowed to be racist. You're not allowed to be sexist. You're not allowed to yeah. put any overtly sexual uh, content in the D&D things. I remember some of their artwork going that far. But, <laughs> yeah. but uh, that, it, it, it's basically a, a don't be a dick clause. Yeah, yeah. But also they are taking a cut of various profits that the other companies yeah, take. Which they didn't used to. Which they didn't used to. And also, it's quite heavily licensed about video feeds. So people like Critical Role, mm-hmm. who televise or who stream their games, because yeah. it's actually playing the game, yeah. are in trouble of breach of copyright, I think, or breach of license. Right, wow. Under the new 
OGL 1.1 rules. And do people have to upgrade to the new license or can they stay in the old one? Yeah, no, the, the old license is dead and gone. Oh, okay. Even wow. though it was down in perpetuity, it is now gone. Right. They <laughs> have cancelled the old license and it's now on the uh, 1.1 license. Uh. So that was uh, Monday and Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Wednesday, something else popped off on my feed that uh, most of the companies are now backing away from the D&D license yeah. and are producing their own open game licenses Why for not? other people. Yeah. You know, that is not so stringent and not taking a cut and yeah. allowing streaming to, mm-hmm. to, to go ahead. Saturday, <laughs> Saturday, yeah. it finds out that uh, Woods of the Coast have suddenly realised that their uh, money that they're going to be getting mm-hmm. from this is now in jeopardy. Yeah. People have dumped the licence, they are producing their own licences, mm-hmm. and people are, are walking away from the property, mm. have gone, whoa, hang on a minute, no, <laughs> we're a little bit wrong there. This isn't meant to be released now, it was going to be released, released in 24, 25. We don't want you to walk away from it. We are willing to reorganise the Open Games Licence 2.0. <laughs> Let's put it back to what it was. So yeah, it'd be this, happy is, this is where we stand at the moment. There's a wonderful YouTube video that explains it. Um, Legal Eagle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he has done a piece has on he? this. Has he? Okay, okay. And uh, <laughs> again, I apologise if I don't, but if I remember, I'll send you the link to this because yeah. he explains it far better than I do. Right, yeah. Because yeah. uh, admittedly, he will explain it from the American point of view, the American law, because that's what he's he's dealing it's with. It's American but, company, so Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not sure if this is American law or international. You know, yeah, I don't I, know. I don't I'm, know how that works. I'm not yeah. illegal. But hopefully... If I remember to send it to you, we'll stick this video mm. in the show notes. They had a problem recently with their card game, uh, Magic and Gathering. Yes, they? yeah. Did a similar dick move and everybody turned around and said, no, we're yeah. done with you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's, uh, there's, there's quite a few games out there. I mean, is it is it Chism? Uh, Chism? I'm trying to remember. I can't pronounce the name. Chaosium. Yeah, thank you, Chaosium, who do a lot of uh, D&D stuff. Mm. Even uh, Cubicle 7 has released uh, Doctor and Daleks, which yeah. is using the D&D yeah. uh, scenarios and stuff. And, you know, that is completely, you know, depending on how much they sell, they'll have to give a large chunk to uh, Wizard that goes and, and Hasbro. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. So each time I come to back to the tablet, there was something new on it. Oh, I've got to remember that. <laughs> and that's the end of the news. Now, any of you who've listened to the podcast for a fair while will know that Keith threw his rattle out of his pram over the quality mm. of some of the um, Terry Pratchett's makes such as guards guards there was none and the watch (laughs) there was none (laughs) so we were pleasantly surprised when he told us that something was good (laughs) so we've all sat down to watch the amazing maurice maurice Come on then, tell us why this was brilliant, apart from the fact that it was brilliant. It is, it is. I think it's the best Terry Pratchett I've seen, interpretation I've seen. Certainly the best mm-hmm. cast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Most most of the Pratchetts, the good Pratchetts, we're not going to, we're ignoring the watch. Okay. But most of the good Pratchetts I best described as a wonderful trailer for the book. Right. Mm-hmm. But this one... Everything was there. It was perfect. It was very, very good, mm. wasn't it? Yeah. And the reason he's particularly happy about it 
is that the hero is called Keith. Yeah. Yeah. This is something that happens yeah. very often. I, I think we should take a, a few moments to sit back and just admire that Keith it is a hero. It does make a change, because usually you say Keith and you think Chegwin, <laughs> or you yeah. think Richards, yeah. <laughs> or you think, no, that's it. That's, that's <laughs> Harris. Oh, the duck man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's all, really. And none of them, not one of them, have the word hero attached to <laughs> Weirdo, probably undead, and duck man. <laughs> not hero. This is the first time I've seen a turkey fly. <laughs> it was because of the magic flute. Ah, right. So come on, tell us, Keith, what's this about? It is a play on the traditional Pied Piper of Hamelin tale. A mm-hmm. uh, rat infestation, man turns up with magic flute, plays flutes, rats run and follow him and run off to the, uh, the mountains that never to be seen again. Plague over, he gets paid. Everyone's or, happy. Or occasionally mm, doesn't. doesn't yes. And uh, everyone is happy. However, this is a slight twist on that in the fact that the rats are intelligent Mm, due to a small magical accident Mm -hmm. and can think. Mm. Uh, The cat who accompanies them, Maurice in question, is also intelligent and can speak. Due to eating a rat that was Mm. intelligent. Called additives. (laughs) And we'll get to that in a minute. And then there's Keith, who's actually... The stooge. Mm. Uh, well, he's, yeah. he's the fraudster. He, well, he's not the fraudster. Although he he's can the, play he's, the flute. He's the front. Oh, yeah. yeah. And the whole, the whole thing, the whole setup is basically a scam. Uh, Morris goes to a, a village. The rats go to the village, pretend to be a plague, running everything. Keith turns up, plays the flute. The rats leaves. Keith gets paid mm-hmm. and then gives the money to uh, Morris, Morris. <laughs> who is actually the brains of the outfit. Yeah. This starts off with a narrator. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, played by Amelia Clark of yep. Game yep. of Thrones. Yep. There is actually a few, quite a few names. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Was it Chris, Amelia yeah. Clark, David Tennant, David Tennant Hugh yep. Laurie, Hugh yep. Bonneville. Rish Patel. Yeah. As Keith. Yeah. Rob Bryden, even as Rob Bryden is the Pied Piper. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't tell. No. <laughs> right? Why you didn't keep his Welsh accent? <laughs> but this is it's just so very wonderful there's everything in it brings a smile yeah from you know the narrator deciding on her own story to the names of the rats they, david tennant yeah. plays dangerous beans yeah, i don't know where that would have come from yeah well it was clearly they got all their names from the packaging of the rubbish thrown out of the university oh, so, university. Yeah. so someone threw out some yeah. dangerous yeah. beans right. yeah not, not a general product. No, no. <laughs> but there were general products there. Cause yeah, everybody else had named You had additives, yeah. you got at sardines. And peaches. Oh, yeah. And yeah. peaches, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I did like sardines who wants to, has aspirations to be on the stage. So he's got a little uh, top hat and, and a cane. cane. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine the Unseen University having a rubbish tip outside. I mean, sort of... Yeah, I can. <laughs> I, from from what I've what I've read of the tragic books, yeah, the, the magic's failed, so we'll just throw it out throw the window. Out. Yeah. <laughs> and there's the rats munching on the spell books. Never a good yeah. idea. Yeah, absorbing the uh, the latent magic. Yeah. <laughs> now, of course, there is a problem in Maurice's world. Ah, mm. in this in the, is, the latest village, there is a bad guy, mm. boss man. Yeah, mm. and his two henchmen, mm-hmm. and they've been brought in to hunt the rats. Even because apparently the the latest village that they're going to scam has a rat problem 
So there, mm. there are already rats there and rat catchers. And food it's a, is disappearing. Yeah, food, they, they're, they're in the middle of a famine. Not mm. for very long, though. Mm. But they're in the middle of a famine because all the rat food just disappears because mm. the rats take them. It's terrible. Mm. Terrible yes, stuff. But who is this mysterious boss man? Exactly. Mm. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody sees his face. Nope, apart from his eyes. His eyes. Oh, the eyes. blue glowing eyes. Oh, yes. Because the, the rain mac and the big hat and the scarf. Mm-hmm. Just a little gap. Other characters we meet is Death and the Death of Rats. Yeah, yeah. Death's got to be in there somewhere. <laughs> it was a very good, a very good death. Peter Serafinowicz. I can never pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Never. But it's it's the, it's more humorous, but it's the same voice he used for Darth Maul. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's similar. Yeah, it's, yeah. yeah, it's it's a similar type of voice, yeah. but he's it's got more of a emotion behind it. Shall I say? Yeah. There's just so many little sight gags in this, like when Keith and um. I can't remember Amelia Clark's character's name. Militia. Militia. Mm. They're they're tied up in a larder. Yeah. Yeah. Being held captive and he's tied in such a way that a string of sausages just keeps backing him against the face. <laughs> the face. Yeah. And it just looks so wrong. <laughs> also, I liked personally I liked the little touches in the uh the mayor's office. You have a map of a Turin, the world turtle. Yes, yeah. the great mm. Turin, yes. Uh, and on the other side, you have a bust of Terry Pratchett. Oh, that's oh, awesome. I didn't, I didn't that. notice that. Yeah, um, no, I think there's the tip of the hat to the luggage as well. Yeah, there is in her, in, um, God, I can't remember her name either. Melissa. Thank you. Sorry. In Melissa's room, in Melissa's little library, there's a gold cast mm. luggage. And also at the end, rinse yes, yes. You, rinse you, and two, two flowers. flowers and yes. rinse yes. mm-hmm. yeah. Doing a cameo, yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, I, I didn't realise uh, this introduced me to the concept of a rat king. I think I had heard of it I'd before. Heard, yeah, I'd uh, heard no, of I've, a rat king I've, before. I've specifically looked it up afterwards, and hmm. and yes, it, it, it was a thing. There was a... But I remember reading show. a horror story as a kid. I can't remember what series it was, but that involved a rat king, yeah, yeah. and I had to go mm. to the library and yeah. see what one was. Because yeah. <laughs> they hadn't invented the internet then, kids. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Yes, and I remember reading uh, James Herbert's The Rats. Yeah, and that basically involved sort of you know, a hyper intelligent rat. Yeah, wonders yeah. <laughs> where he got his idea from. Probably, mm, probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's only good that it they targeted a, a kids book. Yeah, yeah. Presumably, it's a lot shorter. It makes it easier to turn into a into oh. a normal length film, a ninety odd minute film. There, there are uh, a few characters that were missing and and sort of merged with other characters. Oh, were there? Okay, like the um, the rat boss not the the rat king the the leader of the um decontamination squad and what the the army rat yes yeah he in the book was sort of two characters two separate characters like uh most of the rats in in the book most of the rats are very young and got intelligence fairly early while the lead head rat was an old rat Mm-hmm. who clung more to the past than, than uh, the yeah. present and remembered the good old days when he didn't have to think and could just do things. Uh, we all think back to those days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there are a few characters that are dropped, but it doesn't damage the narration of the story. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's still, it's still 
flows. It's still mm-hmm. smooth. And how about the psychotic Pied Piper? <laughs> oh, that was just wrong. <laughs> the, the actual Pied Piper. Mm. So yes. terrifying. When they're hiding behind the tree from him and Keith makes a noise and just have his head pop out <laughs> with his intense eyes. <laughs> and what's that? He's still wearing his costume. Look at the dedication. Well, it's the fact that she also mentions that the grim fairy tales are so much more fun than the modern versions. Yeah. Because yeah. they're yeah. just sick. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and wasn't half the things that uh, talked about me aren't true. Which half? Yeah. <laughs> but it's funny, until I read this, yeah. I hadn't ever come across the nasty version of the Pied Piper. No. Hmm. No. Oh. I knew I knew about Hansel and Gretel yeah. and yeah. all the rest of them, but I'd never come across yeah. the... Yeah, because they wouldn't pay these. Oh, oh, stole the kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah the grim the fairy tales are very yeah. bloody. I mean, yeah. especially sort of Cinderella. You've got yeah. the ugly oh, sisters yeah. cutting off yeah, part of their foot. Uh, yeah, and also yeah. the um, <laughs> uh, Snow White, the uh, mother, uh, the evil stepmother, having to dance in burning hot... Cold, cold slippers. Yeah. The brothers Grimm had some real issues. Then some, yeah. It's the Victorians that's. Oh no, we can't do that. Can't We're going to censor that. that. We'll yeah. tone that down. Yeah, but yeah, the the Pied Piper himself was something to behold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did like it when the, he's playing them towards the oven, and Mister Clicky has got up the leg. Mister Clicky is a clockwork mouse. Mm, yes. <laughs> A, a, a heroic, sen- yeah, yeah. a heroic sentient clockwork mouse who wouldn't actually do things that he was told to do. But it's the the tuneful melody off keynote and the two characters, Keith and Melissa, suddenly going <laughs> twitching. Yeah, this really is. It's such a fun film. Definitely worth a look. And Hugh Laurie is using his um, normal voice yeah, rather much. than his house voice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> much. I hadn't realised there was a Radio 4 version of this back oh. in 2003. Oh, yeah. And Dangerous Bees was voiced by David Tennant. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he played the same character same twice. Because <laughs> yeah. he's more, uh, Dangerous Bees is more uh, the religious leader. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. the following the nursery rhyme book oh the rabbits yeah yeah mr hopperty oh mr. yes hopperty. it was yes. basically peter rabbit mm-hmm. yeah. in mr yeah. mcgregor's garden very bottom or whatever place yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it had inspired them to look for a place where humans and rats and animals could live, live in, in peace in peace <laughs> yeah but dangerous beans knew that it was just an idea yeah but it's an idea to strive for it is <laughs> yes, if you mi- bring a rat home yeah. <laughs> and mr hopperty was always drinking tea yes <laughs> so yes we recommend you give this one a go because it's an awful lot of fun oh yeah oh very yeah. much so yeah. J- just unscrew your brain and remember how you used to think when you was 10 and if nothing else you have to watch it for the pit fight <laughs> <laughs> oh yes mm. yeah Started to feel sorry for that dog. (laughs) (laughs) Right, so watch The Amazing Maurice and then tell us what you thought of it. You can write to us via show at staggeringstories.net. Right, now, we've watched an awful lot of Doctor Who over the years. We have, we have. We've listened to an awful lot of Doctor Who over the years. We have. And we decided to go at things from a different angle this week. (gasps) We've decided to start watching films starring Doctor Who actors. And, of course, we start with the Doctors. Yes. And out of thin air, we plucked Sylvester McCoy's name. (laughs) So we watched Ah, The Owners. Ah. Pause for music. (laughs) 
Right, this is, um, I, I'm not sure if I'd say this is a horror. It's a thriller. Um, yeah. Psychological thriller. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It's you, down here as a horror film, mm. horror thriller. But You've basically got a bunch of teenagers who see this, know that this old doctor, funny enough, he's a doctor, he is, yeah. and his wife, who's a yeah. bit doolally in the head, played by Rita Tushingham. Yeah. They live alone in this grand house. And rumour has it amongst the ruffians that there's a big safe somewhere in that house. Mm. Easy pickings. Ooh, yes. So what do you put in safes? Lots and lots, lots of money. money. <laughs> so the hoodlums decide they're going to break into this house, steal from the safe, get out, live the life of Riley. Easy. Not easy. No, 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 no. As no. they're halfway through the job, As it were. the doctor comes home. Overall, I would say it's good film but it's not a particular film i can say i enjoyed <laughs> it was freaking weird it was good i don't get me wrong yeah. but it's quite brutal certainly at yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Say, oh, quite, oh i enjoyed bloody. that you sicko <laughs> that was quite bloody as well yeah. 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 the the good guy is played by Maisie williams yes. she's yes. yeah vaguely innocent I, they I stole say, her car to yeah, do the I, job i, I would say yes. out of all of them she's the innocent yeah yeah and yeah. she was going out with one of the guys, so she Who climbs over a wall to go and stop them. Yeah, to go and stop them doing this. And of course, she's caught up in it all. Yeah, and they kind of signposted. You know, you're meant to hang a lantern on something. Yes, just sort of let someone know that this might be important. They really just hammered home. They put forty thousand lanterns <laughs> on what was going to happen at the end. Yeah, so yeah. much so that even I, who don't like to try and work out what's going to happen, thought. Oh, well, I know what's going to happen at the end. <laughs> yeah. Involving her sister. Yes. Yeah. But, um, um, spoiler music, spoiler music. Sha -la 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 -la. The Doctor and Rita Tushingham are f***ing nuts. They are. <laughs> Just a tad. I, I re-watched this earlier. Except for one, I think, one scene. Basically, uh, the Doctor here is in complete control of the mm, situation yeah. all the time. Mm. Which scene isn't he in control? Um, when they're coming out with his wife with the buzzsaw. Oh, yes. That's about the only time he raises his voice, he loses it. Mm. Otherwise, all the rest mm. of the time... He's calm. manipulating mm. them. He's yeah. manipulating yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. The thugs, mm. uh, the yes. best way you can describe them, is one is... I would say he was an innocent, except for the yeah. what happens. Two is someone who's completely out of his depth. Mm -hmm. And the third one is a nasty, disgusting piece oh, of good work grief, yeah. Yeah. who thinks he's I am, who thinks he's controlled. Yeah. He thinks he's, he's a gangster. Yeah, mm -hmm. he he's thinks he's a gangster. Basically, yeah. basic, mm -hmm. What has basically happened is those are a bunch of wolves in the presence of a tiger. Mm. Yeah, they lose quite quickly. They, they do. <laughs> they do. <laughs> to start off with, he thinks all you know, sort of Sylvester McCoy's character is this sort of dodgy old doctor, yeah. sort of a bit unsure of himself. Who then turns into Dr. Mengele. Yes, <laughs> very much uh, so. His wife also, you think she's... Um, oh, she's you assume at the beginning that she's got Alzheimer's yeah. and she's not there anymore. Yeah. Oh, she's there. <laughs> she is even probably more psychotic than yeah. he is. Yeah, so she, I don't think, split personality, maybe. Yeah, I, 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 I don't yeah. think she's warped. She's completely mentally bent, yeah. folded yeah. in two. Yeah. And you get the feeling they've been doing this for years and years but, and oh, years yeah. well, because she served as well, his... Helped him as his nurse. Yeah, there have been disappearances. Yeah. Exactly. Well, so, so the, the, the last scene is they're in the garden and you see a hand sticking out of one of the flower beds. Mm. Yeah. And you, you wonder how many other bodies are, are down in there the, in yeah. the garden. Because, yeah, there's been kids going missing, people going missing, including Maisie Williams's sister. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, 
yeah, we, we find her at the end. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I personally found it a lot of fun. It was... It was... You sick! Sick! It was absolutely horrible. Yeah. As I said, it, despite a few points, there's the Maisie Williams character, the yeah. sister. There is not a redeemable fat point amongst any of yeah. them. Oh, As you say, no, one no, of the guys, the one who he seems a little bit special needs. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I thought... At first, I was going to be sympathetic to him because you see he was being led on. Oh, yeah. But no, he was... Forced on occasion. Yeah, but he was a nasty piece of work in his own right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, having our our experiences with young men with special needs. Yeah. Just because you've got a special need or a disability doesn't mean you're going to be a wanker. Yeah. You know right from wrong. Yeah. It seemed like he was out of his depth because he supplied the information about where the... mum... Yeah, because mum's cleaned the place, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but as you say, he rapidly finds himself out of his out of his depth and completely up to in his neck in it. Yeah, I am personally, I think he was fed the information directly from the doctor. Oh, it yeah. wasn't wasn't mm. his mum at all. His mum mm. he'd be clean there, but it wasn't her who gave him mm. the information. Yeah. I think but it was set up. It's good to yeah. see Sylvester McCoy being a total <laughs> dick. <laughs> yeah, you know, he usually plays you know nice guys or decent guys but this one oh my word i do, i love this version of him because it's very much like his version of the doctor yeah i love it when the doctor you has you have the situation going on people there being heroic and saving the situation and then the doctor just walks through flicks a switch and walks off and everything's resolved yeah i love that version the, yeah. the second doctor mm. and the seventh doctor that that was them yeah and this is the seventh doctor up to Max up yeah. to eleven because he's a manipulating, <laughs> sly, yeah. controlling. Because again, like with the doctor, you have people losing their heads all around him. Yeah, and yeah. he's calm. Yeah. everything's going to be fine. Mm. As you said, apart from when and, they threatened his wife with a chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. And in this, people were losing their heads. Literally, <laughs> yeah. in some cases, yeah. They they didn't quite go Evil Dead's like on the blood. Oh, I was no. Yeah, but, but there no. was a decent amount of blood. Yeah, it's a small digress. That is one thing I do like about the Evil Dead franchise. The body contains about eight pints, eight pints of blood. Pints of blood. In <laughs> Evil Dead, they used eighty gallons yeah. for, for one one body. But yeah. anyway, so yeah, it's um, you've got to know what you're going in for. Yeah. You know, with this. I mean, it wasn't quite a slasher flick, but... It, it, <laughs> there was enough like, blood for yeah. a slasher flick yeah. at, it, it, a it, was a, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it's a bit, <laughs> it's a bit graphic at a yeah. few points. It's not sort of uh, one you can sit down and watch over uh, uh, an evening meal. Mm, yeah, but you have Chinese to, at the beginning, wine, yeah. make a bet with each other, trying to guess who lives to the end. Oh, God, yes, mm. it's definitely mm. one of those, yeah. Mm. yeah. We, we failed. <laughs> it's quite miserable. <laughs> in that but I hadn't heard anything from Rita Tushingham in years. Yeah. I yeah. honestly didn't know if she was still alive. Um, so it was good to see her in this and because she was. she's a hell, hell of an actress. It's, it's well played. Eyes, yeah, you know, they started when when you thought she was just a little bit dappy, yeah, you know, her eyes were gentle and and frightened, but then they just went, they were like ice, yeah, (laughs) when she's telling him who who she'd like to, yeah, when she's suddenly in control, yeah, yeah, Yeah. she was in last night in Soho, yes, yeah, yes, she she was the uh, the the, the mum, the nan, oh, yeah, of course, she was, Yeah. 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 But no, this is it's um it's not too gory. No, not really. I mean, there's some blood. There's <laughs> yeah. only 
there's bit, some bit sca- minor body get, horror. Gets a bit stabby. <laughs> mm. yeah, yeah, and and somebody gets hit on the head with a hammer. Oh yeah, that's that's oh yeah, that was unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they deserved it though. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, don't get <laughs> yeah, me totally. wrong, they deserved yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I don't know who the actor is all play to the actor. Somebody Curran. I don't know if he's related to Tony Curran. Yeah, might be his son. Um, was it uh, Jake Curran? Could be. Looks a bit like him, maybe. Uh, all, all, all props to him because he was a right scumbag. He was, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, and you were pleased when he got killed off. Yeah, yeah it's, all, it's all the mindless violence just for the sake of mindless mm, yeah. violence. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they said he threatened to stub a uh, cigar out on Rita Tushnim's face. Yeah, and also yeah, cut one of her fingers cut off. Fingers you know. off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he got what he deserved. Oh yeah, but doesn't say who his uh, family are. It's a very yeah. brief biography on IMDb. Uh, okay, maybe not. Maybe different coincidence. Yeah. But yeah, it was good. It was a good film. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you chose it. <laughs> <laughs> As has been said about Game of Thrones at the yeah. beginning, don't get attached. No, oh, yeah, yeah, not to anyone. <laughs> <laughs> because they all die horribly. Of course they do. Yeah. <laughs> but I did think she was going to get out of it at the end. Yes. I thought they were. I thought they knew that she was yeah. an innocent. Yeah. And um, they were going to let her go. And yeah. then there was that extra little twist. Yeah. Yeah. Can't let the people get away. Word to get out. Witnesses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But did mm. you notice the roses in their garden? Really, really good roses. <laughs> oh, Everything yeah. was growing wonderfully. Yeah, I wonder why that was. Yeah. <laughs> All that bone marrow. Yeah. So that's The Owners. Mm-hmm. Um, I think 20, it's on Amazon. Is it 2020 film? Yeah. And yeah, give it a go. <laughs> You might regret it, but yeah, <laughs> we kind of enjoyed it. There was lots of oohs when we watched it. And a couple, tell me when it's gone, tell me when yeah. it's gone. Yeah. <laughs> so write to us, tell us what you think of the owners via show. At staggeringstories.net. It's not fair. What? You will get to say something twice, I don't. <laughs> yeah, well, you're special. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> You've been writing to us. You lovely thank people. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you. Oh, yes, thank you. Especially, it was so sweet and nice. Thank We've you. We've heard Ooh. from Matt Tiley. Hello, Hello Matt. Matt says, Hello, Staggerers. Happy New Year to you all, and I hope you all had lovely Christmases. Thank you. Many thanks for the Christmas card. It made me smile, as always. I was grateful to receive it, as I know the Royal Mail strikes have been hitting hard. We have a small eBay shop selling geeky stuff, and this was hit hard. Mm. So, what have I been up to since I last emailed? I loved the centenary special. It was, of course, a mess, but a glorious mess. <laughs> it had me grinning from ear to ear throughout. I'll miss Jodie a lot, mm-hmm. as I will Sasha Darwin's master. Chibnall, not so much. <laughs> I felt the 13th Doctor's era was marked by lots of peaks and troughs, with few peaks and many troughs. I personally felt that there was nothing that was just a good episode. There were one or two episodes a season that blew me away. The rest were very disposable and usually a bit disappointing. Mm. I'm hoping that this view has changed with time, though, when I eventually sit down and re-watch this era. At present, though, there are very few episodes that I feel I want to return to. The writing is the main reason for this. I'm currently re-watching the Capaldi era. I've only just started and I'm halfway through the first series. I forgot how different the portrayal of the Doctor is at the start of this era. Yes. Mm. It's quite jarring, yeah. but I'm loving it. Yes, even the caretaker, <laughs> which I hated fun. on first watch. Yeah, really. But the character moments are incredible. Yeah. Popped into my local world of Cine to see Avatar, oh, dear. which oh, dear. I was a bit about initially. Yep. But I have to say that I was blown away. Really? Yeah. Okay. The visuals were stunning. Yeah. It's truly a film that you lose yourself in. 
Does he mean he fell asleep? (laughs) (laughs) I also forgot that I was seeing a 3D film. It is so immersive. Mm. The story is a bit of a blunt object, but better than the original, (laughs) although it really didn't seem three hours and 15 minutes. I was struggling to fathom how Cameron had the material for the sequels that he has lined up, but I think he could well pull it off. It depends which films he's ripped off. He needs to get trimming the runtime of Avatar 3, though, Mm. as I saw an article that mentioned the current cut is over nine hours long. What? Ouch! You can't cut that down, surely. (laughs) Oh, yes. I also got married to Sheldon. Oh, congratulations! Congratulations! Congratulations. We had a 35-year (laughs) run-up, but thought we would make it legal. No, no, you don't have to rush. Don't rush these things. Take it easy. Congratulations, both of you. So my predictions for 20... 2023 hopes Mm -hmm. i hope that rtd2 really cranks up promotion for the upcoming specials and Mm. new series i'm sure he will he doesn't do much quietly (laughs) i can remember the run-up to the 2005 series with building size posters on my walk to work Mm, it was a massive thing and i'm sure rtd had a lot to do with that Promotion of our favourite show has been scaled back year on year since then, with the promotion of the latest era being miserable and nearly non-existent. Mm -hmm. This needs to change for the show and its brand to get back to how successful it was previously. It feels to me like the new era will be a massive relaunch of the brand. I hope Marvel films get better. Mm. The last phase for me has been a bit of a letdown and dull, with the exception of the last Spider-Man film. I was even disappointed with Black Panther 2, which mm. could have lost a good hour of its runtime. <laughs> Lastly, I hope the new Quantum Leap is picked up in the UK mm, by someone. Yes. I'm really looking forward to seeing it. The original show was really close to my heart. Mm. Dreams. Oh, yep. I'd love a Torchwood reboot with Barrowman. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's done his time on the naughty mm, step. Yeah, and yeah, let's was... face it, he was essentially a scapegoat for someone else. Yeah. He apologised years ago if he caused offence to anyone and acknowledged that his actions were wrong. I feel it's time to move on and stop the powers that be making his life a living hell. Yep. I do hope Shooty has a good role in the specials. I'm looking forward to seeing tw- Tenant and probably a few other familiar faces in the specials, but I felt a bit cheated for Shooty. Yeah. I think I would have rather have seen Tenant as the Tenth Doctor in a supporting role as part of a sprawling multi-Doctor episode rather than the Fourteenth Doctor. Yeah. Lastly, I'd love to see Doctor Who on the big screen again, oh, so I'd yeah. really love to see the specials available to watch at the cinema. Mm, yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Fears. Mm. I think I have one fear, and I do hope it's unfounded, but Disney is huge. Yep. It seems intent on world <laughs> domination. I fear that Who will be spread too thinly, with too much content released each year, in the same way they've done with the Marvel and Star Wars franchises. Mm. There are rumours at present of Cybermen and Dalek spin-off limited series, mm. <laughs> and I'm not sure I want to see these, especially if they don't feature the Doctor. I'd rather them create a Matt Smith limited yeah. series or a Peter Capaldi one. Mm-hmm. I'd prefer quality over too much content any day of the week. My feeling would be that the parent show at eight episodes and maybe a couple of shorter spin-off limited series through the year would be more than enough. Mm-hmm. I also fear the amount of creative control that Disney might obtain over the years. The thought of the TARDIS growing Mickey Mouse ears <laughs> terrifies me. Bring on the bigger budgets, though. Yeah. Anyway, that's enough for now. I'll let you keep get on. Keep doing what you do, as it never fails to make me smile in a very good way. <laughs> Cheers, Matt Tiley. Thank, Thank you, you, Matt. Yes. Thank you. Oh, yeah. oh. Kill the Moon is still shite. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well said, Matt. <laughs> yeah. 
RTD, I think, recently debunked a bit about yeah. the budget, hasn't he? Yeah. He said it's not 10 million an episode, as yeah. had been said. He, he, oh, wow. he didn't say what it was, but it's not, not, it's, nothing it's like that. It's actually 15 million. <laughs> He's gone on damage control, yeah. I think. Yeah. So we're probably looking more like three, maybe four to push. Yeah. But well, that's still, even that, that's, anything, anything that's upping huge. the budget. Is, yeah, even is that is that's a good bit of what it was. Yeah. And yeah. so he, he was saying about the notes. He said most British TV now has notes from Americans. Most of it's a co-pro. Okay. Yeah. So don't be afraid of that, apparently, he says. So we'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah. We'll see. All right. And we have another one here from Catherine. Hey, the Catherine. Dragon Maker. Uh-oh. Oh, I yeah. think before Oof. Catherine oh, yes. says anything, oh, yes. oh, we should... Oh, God, he looks furious. He does. Last time we did so well. We well, did, well, yeah. It well, didn't last long, did it? have got to take into fact he, mm. he's now sharing his spike with handles. Yes. Mm. So that's got a... <laughs> and uh, and Inky McSquirtalot as well. Yeah. One, two, three. Hello, Head of Pertwee. And Inky McSquirtalot. Hello, Terrence. Hello, Terrence. Hello, Terrence. Hello, Terrence. Hello, Let's hear what Mummy has to say. Hello, Orange Glowing Clara. Quite healthy. Uh, <laughs> hello, staggerers. Hello, hello, head of Pertwee. Hello, Terence. I've missed you. Aww. Hello to all and sundry. Well, it's been a while. Lots of changes here at Shade Dragon, up to and including where Shade Dragon is located. Ooh. But I think things have finally settled and have also caught up on the podcast. <laughs> it's been a delightful week listening to so many podcasts and hearing all the things I've missed. A 15th podcast anniversary. Hitting and surpassing 400 episodes? That's some serious staying power, folks. <laughs> Sorry I wasn't around to raise a glass at the time. No, we just don't know how to do anything different. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're stuck. So many TV series over the past year, so few Doctor episodes. Yeah. The power of the Doctor was everything Legend of the Sea Devils wasn't, and then some. Just how long will we have to wait for more? No matter how long, I'm very much looking forward to the return of The Tenant. Mm. I probably should have taken some notes while catching up on the podcast, but if I had, this missive would be massive. <laughs> so it's probably just as well. Here's hoping the good things you predicted for 2023 will come true and the bad things just sit on the corner and think about what they've done. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> or something to that effect. But be well. I miss you all. Even Stephen, Ooh. who I haven't met. Oh. <laughs> and on Catherine the Dragon Maker. Thank, Thank you, Catherine. Catherine. Thank you, Catherine. We miss you too. Yeah. yeah. You'll have to come back over and see us. Mm, yeah. Yes, definitely. Everybody should come and see us. Yeah. Good. You can all sleep on Adam's floor. <laughs> <laughs> you can yeah. sleep in the geek room, but it's full of boxes. Yeah. Uh, I could put some straw down. It'd be fine. Yeah. You can have the, the peeing area in the kitchen. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be fine. There you go, Catherine. We've got you sorted. As long as you can sleep with him watching you. Oh, yes. <laughs> and handles. And handles. Lead us out, Crumbly. And so... Um, just a minute, Crumbly. Yes. Keith? Yes? Listen to how it's done. <laughs> Attend carefully. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Put the tablet I, down. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening. Continue, Crumbly. And so, dear listeners. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> He's looking at me. <laughs> I'll go and sit out. I'll get me coat. <laughs> Don't even think about it. <laughs> and so, dear listeners, that brings us to the end of another podcast. But never, but never fear. In the next one, there'll be more of the same, mm. more fun for a volatile jollity, more. Who ish? Who ish? That'll do. Mm, yeah. Yes. What happened oh. to news and reviews? Yeah, more news and reviews. <laughs> 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 yes. But never fear. In the next one, they've been more of the same. More Hasn't he just said that. I'm saying it again. Oh, okay. <laughs> Famous. 
In the next one, there'll be more of the same, more fun, frivolity and jollity, more news and reviews, more who-ish. Old and new. So, until that... P for peanuts. Mm. <laughs> Perpetually... Perplexing... Pile... Patronising... Patronising pile of plop. Or pre-digested state, I can't even say. Pneumatic plop. (laughs) Pneumatic plop Mm. comes pulsing. Pre-digestedly. Towards us. (laughs) This is me, Crumbly, saying... (laughs) Farewell. Goodbye. If there's one thing this job has taught me, it's that truth is stranger than fiction. Now get on your knees in front of Crumbly and (laughs) apologise properly. (laughs) Not like that. No. (laughs) (laughs) Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, there's a good boy. (laughs) You have been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 411, featuring Adam Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith and the real Keith Dunn. The views expressed here are those of the speakers and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers on the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this has been an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. Go floppy. <laughs> Tighten your knob. Pardon? Fill a dog bowl. <laughs> yes. Oh, and was it Frogmore Cottage, wasn't it? I really don't care. I, no, <laughs> yeah. Idea, I've not been followed at all. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> we went to WH Smith and we saw copies of Spare on sale for half price. Oh, they're everywhere they're half price, yeah. aren't they? Already. I liked the, um, the little independent bookshop. That um, put them oh, in their front to, in the front window, family. spare, <laughs> interspersed with a book called "How to Kill Your Family," yeah. <laughs> and the author of "How to Kill Your Family" is quite happy. This is going to be quite a short one, isn't it? I think it probably will be. I saw that cinema a long time ago. Yeah. We've got it on videotape. Videotape? Sorry, not We got it on DVD. Okay. Grammo phone. We have a dot matrix. No, 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 no. We have a what the picture, what the butler saw machine.